Roman's Product Management Podcast. What should a head of product do? Becoming a head of product is a career aspiration for many product managers and product owners. But what exactly should a head of product do? Which are the responsibilities that the individual should fulfill? That's the question I'm going to answer in this podcast episode. A head of product is someone who manages a group of product people, individuals who look after products and who may be called product manager or product owner. Depending on the size and the org structure of your company, the role might also be referred to as chief product officer, VP product or director of product management. As the head of product, you play a key part in developing the people on your team, creating an environment that helps them succeed and improving the effectiveness of the product management function in the enterprise. The responsibilities I'll share are based on my work with product leaders and product practitioners. To make them more accessible, I have grouped the duties into four sets. People management, processes and tools, business strategy and organizational development, and self-leadership. Please be aware there is no one right way to apply the head of product role, There's no golden standard for doing the job. You should therefore tailor my recommendations to your team and organization. Now, the best way to do this is to ask the people on the product management team how you can effectively support them as the head of product. And if you want to go deeper and learn more about how you can become a head of product and how you can successfully apply the role, then attend my product leadership training, which is also available online. Additionally, you'll benefit from reading my book, How to Lead in Product Management. But let's now dive into the responsibilities of a head of products and look at the first set, which is people management. And it's a rather large group. There are 10 people-related responsibilities that I have identified. The first one is to create an environment where people feel valued and are able to speak their minds. And to do that, I recommend that you genuinely care about the individuals on your team and show appreciation for their efforts. Uh, practice active listening, empathize with the team members, speak and act with integrity, and build strong, trustful connections. And give people a choice about the products they work on, for example, by using self-selection as a technique. This increases the motivation and shows people that you value them. Second, set clear expectations and agree on specific, measurable and outcome-based goals. Having well-defined roles in place will help you with this, as I'll discuss shortly. Third, make sure that the product people have the authority and the autonomy they need to succeed in their jobs. Individuals who manage products should have full stack ownership and be empowered to make not only tactical product decisions, but also strategic ones. Additionally, ensure that the products are loosely coupled so that they can be effectively progressed and they're not held back by dependencies. Fourth, hold people accountable to meet the agreed goals. Use, for example, the setter model and appreciative inquiry techniques to offer feedback in the right way and help people get back on track. Fifth, develop the individuals on the team 
help them get better at product management and grow as product professionals. This includes acquiring new skills and deepening existing ones, depending on the specific role the person plays. You might achieve this by mentoring and coaching the individuals, as well as recommending suitable training courses. And don't forget to capture the learning and development measures, for example, on a learning roadmap. Sixth, establish clear career paths to retain team members and show them how they can advance their careers. For instance, someone might start as a feature owner, then take on the Scrum product owner role, next become a product portfolio manager, and finally a head of product. Seventh, encourage a growth mindset and create a failure-tolerant environment where experiencing setbacks and making mistakes is seen as a necessary part of learning new skills, as well as bringing new products and features to life. One way to do this is to share failure experiences from your career. Eighth, remove impediments the team members face and act as an escalation partner for problems the individual product people cannot solve. Examples are excessive red tape and the lack of qualified scrum masters. Ninth, help the team members practice sustainable pace so that they don't sacrifice their well-being but stay healthy and motivated. For example, encourage people to take breaks from work and don't expect that they regularly work extra hours. Tenth, grow the product management team. This includes creating job descriptions and interviewing candidates. A great way to develop the team is to organize around products. I discussed this technique in more detail in an article called Tips for Growing a Product Management Team, which you can find on my blog. The next set of responsibilities is called processes and tools. And I've identified five duties that belong to this group. The first one is to ensure that the product management roles are well-defined and understood by all team members. So I recommend that you clearly state the authority, responsibilities, and necessary skills of each role. I also recommend that you involve the team members in describing the roles. This leverages their expertise, creates a shared understanding, and shows them that you value their input. Second, help establish the right product management processes. For example, agree with the team members what goals should be used to manage the products, how product discovery is practiced, how often the product strategy and roadmap are reviewed, how the right KPIs are selected, and how product backlog refinement is carried out. Third, facilitate the selection of the right product management tools. For instance, to capture the product strategy, to describe the product roadmap, and to manage the product backlog. Fourth, help the people on your team continuously improve their way of working. Set some time aside, say once per quarter, to collaboratively review the roles, processes, and tools, and discuss any issues and improvement ideas, and then adjust the practices accordingly. Fifth, ensure that the product portfolio, the group of products the team members look after, is effectively managed. This includes setting strategic goals for the product portfolio, balancing the group of products, managing dependencies between the products, and aligning release dates. As the head of product, you might be able to carry out this work, especially if the portfolio is not too large. 
But if that's not the case, then I recommend hiring a dedicated product portfolio manager who carries out the necessary work. The third group of responsibilities is related to the business strategy and organizational development. And here we have three duties. The first one is contribute to the business strategy. Ensure that the plan is realistic and share it with the product people. This will help them understand the direction the business is heading in and the strategic objectives the entire business is following. Second, represent the product management function on the leadership team. Now this assumes that you act as a chief product officer, VP product or director of product management. And build strong connections with your peers, the other heads, for instance, the head of development, head of marketing and the head of sales. Third, lobby for the necessary organizational changes to fully establish an effective product management function. This may include securing the necessary empowerment for the product people on your team and establishing a product-led way of working. The final group of responsibilities is related to self-leadership. Here we have again three duties. The first one is to look after yourself. Ensure that your workload is sustainable and that you stay healthy and motivated. There is no point in doing an amazing job for your team and company, but being constantly overworked. Cultivating mindfulness will help you spot early signs of stress so you can quickly respond and adjust your workload. Developing self-compassion will help you being kind towards yourself. It avoids being overly self-critical and expecting too much of yourself. Second, take time to reflect on your own work. Identify ways to strengthen your skills, develop as a leader, and get better at guiding and supporting others. For instance, you might decide to address a lingering conflict, change your leadership style, or make a focused effort to practice active listening. And finally, invest in your own career development and determine the measures that will help you take the next step. I hope you found my recommendations helpful. As I've mentioned, if you'd like to learn more and go deeper, then attend my product leadership training and read my book, How to Lead in Product Management. Thank you for listening.